Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, where we're all catching our breath, this is a special edition of Four Center. I'm Ken Napsok. I am Joseph Scrimshaw. And on the phone, Jennifer Landa. Jennifer Landa, hello. <laughs> we should all answer the phone anytime by just, no more hello, just saying our own names. <laughs> Jennifer Landa. Oh. Well, we are here to, well, I, you break down, react, all those buzzwords you want to use. We're here to talk about the final, oh, they let us know, the final Rise of Skywalker trailer that the world is buzzing about. Uh, Joseph, Jennifer, and I watched it. Joseph and I watched it together with some food and some football. I I had a glass of whiskey and a Knight of Ren action figure, and it was great. It was great. Jen, your situation, a little different, a little more lively. A little more lively. I watched it with my daughters, my, the, well, the baby, my four-year-old, and my husband. Um, and it became very clear that really I am the biggest Star Wars fan of the family. <laughs> for now. For now. For now. For now, exactly. But yeah, it was a, it was a lot of fun. I, I still am going back and, and go, taking it frame by frame because there's yeah. so much that I missed. Well, yeah. well, Joseph and I have been doing that too here on my the TV and laptops and phones. And I had promised myself I'm not going to go frame by frame. I'm just going to enjoy it. Oh, I got to stop. This was a frame by frame (laughs) trailer. It demanded frame by framing. Yeah. So we're going to take a look. Joseph, where are we starting? Yeah, I want to start with some of the, just kind of the big picture stuff because we only have Jennifer for so long and kind of talk about some of that big picture stuff, any specific moments that really uh, stood out to Jennifer. And then Mm -hmm. Ken, you and I will kind of go through beat by beat all of our uh, insane amount of uh, freezing and framing and and whatnot. A lot of Orbeck talk. Yeah. Yeah. So Jennifer, I know you got to kind of absorb it in in a, uh, in two ways uh, one with a, a loud family gathering and then one kind of f- uh, frame by frame but what's just your overall emotional reaction as a Star Wars fan were you moved were you thrilled uh, were you worried what did you feel I you know the first time that I watched it I really missed pretty much all of Palpatine's voiceover. I could Mm. not really hear it. Okay. Uh, So it was mainly just the visuals and it really, the ones that hit me the hardest were, you know, 3PO and Mm. his, and his line, of course, Leia Mm. on the, the final, that Leia gets the last word. It was just so beautiful and just the perfect, the perfect way to end the Skywalker saga. So I guess that's what, 
kind of surprised me as I went back and watched it was how how much Palpatine was a huge presence mm. in this trailer and how much Leia was a big mm. presence in this trailer as well. That was really surprising um and of course like you said taking this frame by frame they they really packed it all in uh, i've seen bb8 going up into the mix of the battle yes. with the orbox yeah yes. rolling Loved with the orbox yeah oh my gosh that was so awesome um of course that we got the 15 seconds earlier in the day mm. remember yeah. that uh, yeah. little teaser that they gave us and seeing the rebel fleet I mean, resistance fleet, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It, it, it was, guys. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is going to be a fist pumping moment in the theater. It was a fist pumping moment for me at home. So <laughs> yeah, for you, was it the, the, that there are lots of ships that we can recognize or was it just like the huge volume of that is a whole fleet. That is the, the, the good side coming to save the day with the Falcon in charge. Was it more that or just the volume of ships? No, it really was the, it, because the, you know, the, the rebels had been the underdogs mm. pretty much, you know, for, well, for me, that's what they always, that's yeah. what I always gravitated towards yeah. being a rebel um, was because it was like they were always kind of down and out. And so seeing this humongous fleet that they all came together mm. um, to answer Leia's call. Like that yeah. was just so that to me is what Star Wars is about coming right. together as a community to take on the bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> and you can nerd out about like the, where you recognize all the ships from. And I'm sure we will. Yeah. But also it's right. like you look at the First Order and the Star Destroyer. And for the most part, your First Order and Empire, it's Star Destroyers. It's yeah. all same. And you yeah. look at that collection of ships and that's just that's diversity, right? That's yeah. Lots yeah. Of different people coming together. Absolutely. Mm hmm from all over the galaxy. It's really, it's kind of, it's really beautiful actually. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's something really beautiful with the moment when they push into the cockpit and, and this was the part, you know, I said this was released early in the day, but they push in the cockpit and, and just that smile between Chewie and everyone kind of piling into the cockpit and, you know, I'm probably in the cusp of a big military movement, but there was something really warm about that moment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Jennifer, the very beginning, did you, have you had a chance to truly hear the noises in the very beginning of the trailer? No, wait, oh my gosh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is it what I think it is? I think it is what you think it is. At least that's no. what I think. Yeah. No. You know the song of those far off birds in your heart. You know you know where that song is coming from, right? Yeah. Yeah, come See, on. All you had to do was just say that, and I literally, like, I got this reaction within my body of just, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, and then that helmet. I don't, oh, yeah, that helmet. helmet. Yeah, that's an indoor rebel helmet, man. It's, oh my gosh. No, I, they, they can't toy with my heart like that. <laughs> I, I just, I that's the other thing, too. There was a, quite a few reveals. I mean, yeah. my husband was the one that noticed that, that Ray and uh, Kylo Ren uh, break up the Darth Vader helmet right yeah or so we're not sure what that is it's yeah. it's 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 vader like yeah we that's that's where i was like it's nuts to this we've got a freeze frame because i want to know what that was and yeah. it definitely looks when that when a helmet comes flying off it looks vader like and it, it makes sense it would be vader but not vader you know some kind of yeah but it, it right. looks yeah, did they did they find all of his bits of burned armor and kind of build them up <laughs> into a statue sort of like his body and then like not did they build kind of yeah. lego vader is that what 
what they're yeah, yeah it's, like, it's training kill yeah. a Sith this is what killing a Sith is right like. but I mean like th- this whole uh, I think discussion reaction for us is going to be that back and forth between the minutia versus the feeling right like yes. whatever that right. is whatever that is whether we can whether people on Twitter have accurately guessed a thousand times what that is it, it's more for me right now about the feeling yeah that symbol right. like are, are they killing the past are they doing it in a good way are they taking a step toward the light together what's going on in that moment and how does it make you feel you know is so important to me and and are they dating (laughs) yeah Raylo lives i mean honestly like are they that's the other thing i think of i'm like Mm. are they going to reveal this stuff in the trailer no of course not so then i really start getting ooh, what what could it possibly mean why are they throwing that out there for us to misdirect us but i don't know i don't know i gotta watch it frame by frame again yeah, yeah. I think uh, uh, yeah. a thing that I wanted to ask both mm-hmm. you, Jennifer, and you, Ken, is I really felt like this trailer, while it showed us a bunch of different things, a bunch of different locations that we can go, yep, that's there, those characters there, I didn't feel a clear sense of time within the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't right. feel like, obviously, that scene is in the second act. Right. Obviously, mm-hmm. obviously, if they're going from here, like a couple things like, yeah, that's Pisana. We've seen that before. So that's a part of that chase. Great. Right. Little things like that. But all those different scenes with Ray and Kylo, to me, it's mm. it's delightfully not immediately obvious yeah. what their path through the movie together is. That they go here, mm. then they meet the emperor, then they go here, then they split up, then they come back together. Yeah. A lot of times by now, that sort of path through the movie is obvious. And I'm thrilled it's not. Yeah, right. no, absolutely. Because it's like uh, you could probably even right now convince me that that lightsaber fight's the first thing that happens between them in the movie. Yeah, I or the last. Who knows? Or the last. Yeah. I don't necessarily know. I don't necessarily think it's the first. But you know, like this could be how they <laughs> they meet in the movie for the first time. Let's have a little lightsaber fight and then go kill the emperor. I don't know. Um, and obviously the Pal- Palpatine dialogue, uh, which Jen, I don't know if you have you had a chance to 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 hundred percent grasp what it is. Yeah, that's why I was like, what What does this mean that they're coming together, like as in yin and yang? You know, light meets dark, right. or is yeah. this coming together as in like they are both on the same side? I don't know. What What do you guys think? Well, I'm sure you're going to you're going to discuss that. We're going to discuss that. Yeah, 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 but we want to discuss for the next that. like 30 minutes. Yeah. Oh, uh, at least. Uh, uh, yeah, we, we want to discuss when you're here uh, th- because the way the trailers cut together, it's uh, there's this nice ambiguity about how much is he talking to Ray and right. Kylo as right. you know avatars of the light mm. and the dark. Mm-hmm. And how much is he talking about, like, literally the rebellion, the resistance, everyone who's ever opposed him, right? Because right? it's cut together with shots of unity, shots of the uh, um, yeah, resistance yeah. rebellion coming together in that idea almost of like, hey, if you if you even dare to stand up towards the dark, that's you're, you're done already. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I, I kind of. We we know we know enough now with these modern trailers that you know they're going to put some VO over things that aren't necessarily connected. But the point is, Joseph, what we're really here for? Yeah, we're going to break down the little moments. Yeah, is that the Mortis dagger? We don't know. <laughs> those, oh. those things kind of don't matter at this point. What matters is what they're telling us with the trailer, and I think it's a little little bit of uh, both. Ray and Kylo, you might be teaming up, but also, oh, you're all coming together to fight me. Yeah, I've been waiting for this. I'm finally going to win. Yeah. Mm, there you go. That was the really big picture that I took away from this whole trailer is that what's at stake in this trailer is together versus apart. Yeah. Because that goes to what each of the main characters are saying of Mm -hmm. Finn saying like, hey, I feel like it's instinct. It's the force. It's bringing us together. We'll talk about that some more, too. Poe saying like, no, good people will fight if we lead them. Mm -hmm. And then Ray, you know, having this 
uh, introducing this darkness of yeah. nobody knows who I nobody am. knows who but I Kylo am. says but I do so mm-hmm. oh are they is yeah. wh- you know which side is she going to be on and then the emperor coming through Palpatine coming through and saying hey if you come together at all yeah that's going to be your death then we get these reassuring voices yeah. of Luke and Leia saying mm. confront your fear the force will be with you mm-hmm. always so it's got this goes back to really classic stuff but also has that very specific tension of what is at stake is can we be unified yeah. or will our, our fear tear right. us apart? Tear us apart because they spent the entire second uh, act of this story apart as they did in Empire. And now uh, the idea that they're coming together and that's the one thing that the that's the one thing that we know a bad guy wouldn't want. <laughs> right. So they're going to try to get in your head and then it makes some sense. And that's what I, uh, that's what is emerging to me is one of the early themes. Here. Yeah. Uh, we'll break it down to more individual basis. But yeah, overall, that's. When I walk away from this trailer, it is all hands on deck. Orbox, which, you know, Joseph and I could not remember that name for the life of us. And Joseph found it. We're like, oh, that's right. The Jerry Orbach jokes we made at Celebration. And the Google Space Horse Star Wars Vanity <laughs> right. Fair. Right. <laughs> uh, everyone, Jen, is, is, is coming together from all parts of the galaxy. And that seems to be the theme for the final stand, at least part of it here in this trailer. Mm. Mm, that's what that's what I wanted. I think that's what all of us wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that there is going to be, oh my gosh, this movie, we're going to have to watch it so many times. <laughs> <laughs> They're tying up all the loose ends, but in a way that is, I think, surprising um, and fresh. I think J.J., I, I think he had fun with it. Mm-hmm. And he also knew what was at stake. And I'm sure he felt the pressure. I I am describing this and we try to keep it clean here on Force Center, but uh, bleep me out later, parents. I I describe this trailer as wonderfully batshit, meaning it is something I'm like, wow, JJ and everyone like, what if we had horses on top of Star Destroyers and the Star Destroyers come out of the ice and there's a Mecha Emperor? Yeah, (laughs) that's a Mecha Palpatine is what I thought the first time I saw that. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll, and we'll talk about the possibility of Mecha Palpatine uh, mm-hmm. more uh, in a bit. But yeah, I feel like it was. It felt like back to the basics uh, in some ways of Star Wars. Like if Abrams really is asking himself, like, where did this start? Well, it started with this really uh, strong story of light and dark and choosing your destiny. Yeah, but then on top of that, uh, Ken, bad shit. <laughs> to go big and Patent pulpy pending. and adventure serial. And it, it, it says, yeah. you know, it, um, mm-hmm. this trailer really says that it, it yeah. cuts down to just like Ray's in crisis. Yeah. What is she going to choose? And then in order to tell that story, uh, we need a strange short little alien to plug into C-3PO's head. And we need space horses on star destroyers and we need Palpatine in a mechanized yeah. walking chair. Maybe, uh, yeah, so it's just like it's yeah. taking – it feels like it is uh, turning some of the very original Star Wars aesthetics to 11. Jen, what did you mm. what did you think about that 3PO scene, which I view as kind of right now the heart of the trailer? What, what did you think? Well, I, I'm immediately thinking, oh, gosh, I think he's going to die. Right. <laughs> that was my, was like, my don't, immediate Don't you do thought. it, 3PO. Don't you do it. But it really, to me, I mean, we start off the saga with the droids. Well, if you if you watch the New Hope, obviously first. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so th- there and and the fact that it's you know it's Anthony Daniels, one of the one of the last remaining um, actors from the original trilogy. Yeah. Uh, I, that it just was really, it was very emotional mm-hmm. as as uh, a fan um, who's yeah. been a, a part of this journey since 
the, the 1980s, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know? Um, but how, yeah. How did you, uh, uh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, I, I'm, a, I'm worried he's going to die. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There, there's a Me possibility too. that I think he might uh, choose a, a heroic sacrifice. But they also seem surprised. It seems like they didn't yeah. realize that whatever they're doing to him, mm-hmm. that's going to be it for 3PO. Yeah. Right. Because that's right. a very comic delivery from Poe there. Like, what what, what, what you doing, 3PO? <laughs> right. Uh, speaking of, of sadness and endings, uh, this tagline that was in the trailer and then uh, Star Wars tweeted it out as well. The saga will end. The story lives forever. Yeah. Mm. How is that hitting you, Jennifer? You know, and that's what I kept reminding myself was like, this is the, this is the end. This is the end, the final installment. And then, you know, I got to go to the the Mandalorian uh, press junket this over the weekend. And that's been on my mind so much. And I'm like, no, this is kind of like a new beginning, this new era with Disney plus and the Obi-Wan Kenobi series and the Mandalorian and who knows, you know, all the other things that they have planned. And so it, it's just the it's the closing of one chapter, but the beginning of a new one. And mm-hmm. I think I think we're going to see a whole new generation of fans that are going to grow up with the Disney Plus series. And so it's exciting, mm-hmm. and it's also sad because it yeah. reminds me how old I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, but but yeah, and obviously no one is ever really gone. So I'm mm-hmm. sure that we'll revisit these characters later on in some form or fashion. But. Yeah. It's going to be hard to say goodbye to, to our friends. But we yeah. are. But we are. Yeah. Uh, Jen, and I must go, too. <laughs> you must go, too. Yeah, we don't want to keep you too long. you got a family to keep in line and watch that trailer again. That's right. The call uh, ends, but the <laughs> podcast lives forever. That's uh, right. Uh, thanks, Jen. We can't wait to also hear about your Mandalorian press day very soon. A lot of fun yes. there. You look very excited. We're, we're happy to uh, wait. Can't wait to hear that there, too. So, all right. Thank you. We're going to let Jen go and continue the show. See you, Jen. May the force okay, be with bye. you. Bye, Jen. Thank you. Bye. Oh, oh, I did the I did that awkward hang up too soon and now it looks like I'm the jerk. You gotta do the, the Minnesota goodbyes as we call them from Minnesota. And really wait for all the goodbyes before you before you go, before you before you leave. Uh all right. This is I mean, a lot to take in. I actually love really Jennifer's is. perspective of, you know, you and I, Joseph, took the time out. We we cleared our schedules for life and we ordered some food and we literally started taking notes. Not everyone's gonna get that chance. And it's important for the big themes to emerge first. Yeah. Versus, is that the Razor Crest for the Mandalorian? Which, by the way, it looks like there's a ship that looks like it, you know? Yeah. But that has nothing to do with anything. It's the themes that yeah. have to emerge. And I think what was really successful about this trailer is even if you aren't like, I'm going to sit down and do a podcast and, and talk through what I think the themes are. You watch that and you feel worried for your friends. Yeah. Right? If you care about these characters at all. Mm-hmm. You're worried about whether they can come together yeah. or will the big bad emperor, possibly Mecha Palpatine, get them in <laughs> what will Ray choose? Like you yeah. don't have to do an essay or a deep dive. Right. Especially with the 3PO saying goodbye. You get that bittersweet feeling that yeah. Jennifer was talking about of, mm-hmm. oh, my God, this is this is it. And, it. and rationally, I can guess it's probably going to end well but yeah yeah right but how what will they go through and what game of thrones yeah (laughs) it's yeah so there is just this great tension Mm -hmm. of 
how how will it end? That's why I go to the three PO moment. Is it's the, it's really the only dialogue we get other than things we hear via VO. It's the only scene we see that's tough. Right in the middle. Yeah, and it, yeah, slows everything down. Funny moment. Uh, I watched it three times. And said to Joseph, Zori Bliss isn't in the trailer. And he said, hey, my friend, she's standing in the corner of that scene. So she's there. But One of 3PO's dear friends. Dear friends. Staring down. But all the themes you've talked about already, coming together, coming together. And we also see our heroes individually. Yeah. And then we see the big shot of the fleet. And we know that some, some you know, people, they're probably together at that point or, or get to that point. But the fact that the, what's riding, and, and that's why I like when 3PO, it all slows down to say, hey, I'm, I'm looking at my friends for the last time, like saying goodbye. Ooh, that's that's something that Star Wars hasn't really taken the time to deal with because it's always been an ongoing adventure. Right. And then Chewie roaring, yeah. almost in it like, gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. Like, you will be remembered, 3PO. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going through some notes. Do we want to just start looking in and doing uh, our thing, Joseph, yeah. here? The one other big picture thing yeah. that oh, I wanted yeah. to talk do. about uh, is the music. Oh, God. I was getting, yeah. Oh, my God. This Not is di- like directly yeah. using manipulate, like, we, not manipulative. I don't mean that. The, like, the Force theme has been used very effectively in many trailers to bring you back to Star Wars, right? To bring you back to... Yes. The nostalgia of it, the heart of it. Mm-hmm. And this just was really powerful to me because it felt like it was like straining towards hopeful. Like it wanted to break into yeah. triumphant main theme, but it had a lot to go through before it got there. This is the most, uh, again, could this just be trailer only? You know, sometimes they do that. We just, Joseph and I just recorded our Star Wars rank, looked at our favorite trailer moments coming out later in this week. And so we were talking about the music and some solo uses things maybe not in the, uh, in the, in the movie Rogue One. This one, so I don't know. I don't know. Because yeah. even the last, Last Jedi one is an actual different track. It's parts of other things. Yeah. Um, and I know I, I know because I used it for my Schmodown entrance and I had to find the trailer music. It's different. Okay. So I don't know. But whatever this was might be one of my favorite pieces of Star Wars music because this is Lord of Rings vibe to me. A final battle, uh, not saying it's literal over a final battle, but the, the what they're, they're, they're painting the picture here. So it isn't. Um, calling on the nostalgia of some of the music in the past used very effectively. To me, like you said, it's waiting to bust out into something big and giant and Oliphant's marching on Minas Tirith and, 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 and with the shots I'm seeing and it's just, it's exploding. It's, it's some of the biggest sounding Star Wars music in a, in a catalog that's Nothing but big music. Yeah, real big. Yeah, it's I was tiny blown away by Java music is big, right? <laughs> yes, I was really blown away, especially on repeat viewings when you start when you kind of calm down. Because let's be honest, the first few viewings you're like, yeah, <laughs> what? Because <laughs> if you if you're afflicted like like us with Star Wars <laughs> love, so I really love the music. That's my monologue. That's my TED talk. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I loved it too. And you know, I, I we're, we're recording this pretty quickly. We'd have to dive in more to go. Like, we recognize this theme from Bob. So yeah, yeah. I, I, we recognize maybe it is pulling from other places. But the sure. overall effect to me, it just really underlined that question of, yeah. hey, th- the big heroes, Luke and Leia, are kind of they're, they're hugging, they're talking, yeah. they're talking to us, they're saying, mm-hmm. you can make it through. Ray's not sure. And the music felt like that to me. I'm yeah. like, can we make it through? Yeah. So great. So great. Strained. All right. Restrained and strained is a yeah. really good way to describe it. All right. So shall we start diving in? We both made lists. I think they uh, they <laughs> yeah, connect. They intertwine. We made uh, the same. All right. Second one. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but not. But not. <laughs> but 
really. <laughs> and I did. Look, I'll be honest with you. Lots changed for me from 2015, 2014 to now where I am not concerned. If Is that the ghost? Maybe. Would I like it to be the ghost? Absolutely. I'm not worried if it is or not. Yeah, you know, I, we just as you said, we just recorded that trailer breakdown yeah. and we watched all those trailers. And it was weird to look at some of the uh, Disney era Star Wars movies and see the number of like, oh, that's just an action beat that's cut in. it. Yeah. In the way it's cut next to another thing doesn't have any meaning to the story. It's just to give a general feel right. of the movie or, you know, mm-hmm. hey, our characters in, are in danger. So here's an explosion. Right. So there are definitely lots of shots in here that's like, yep, that's really interesting. But it, it's a part yeah. of a battle and we'll see it later we'll see it yeah yeah we'll know we'll know in december and i i i i'm that and in that frame of frame of mind but then all of a sudden about you know the second viewing when you and i've calmed down and it's like well wait what was that <laughs> but what was that we did do some, some yeah. good i i thought i saw an n1 starfighter like no that's just a, <laughs> an explosion of yellow because another ship's blown up okay <laughs> yeah, yeah. calm down and yeah. uh it's a, it and i but i love I love the initial because I was like the trailer ended uh, the first time you and I went, and I'm pacing around my house. My girlfriend's kind of crying though she won't admit it. Maybe on radio on, on podcast, uh, you're taking it in, and I'm like Chewy, Chewy running. That was the thing that stood out to me first. Chewy running down a hallway shooting. Of all the things, I was like Chewy, Chewy was running and shooting, <laughs> and that's the pure joy that I hope all of you out there had of just you gravitate these little things. And now we get to dig in. Yeah. Okay. Let's dig in. We mentioned this a little bit with Jennifer, but just starting off, it those sounded like familiar forest moon of endor noises Mm -hmm. and a rebel helmet uh we've seen ray in this locale before are are you feeling like this is endor forest moon of endor or endor adjacent yeah if we're starting to put the predictions up on the board it's the sound like and i made the joke to you if you hey if you watch caravan of courage or battle of of endor the tv movies endor the mood of endor you know it's not just a dense forest there's different areas you know it's a it's a planet if you will so some of the things we haven't seen before there's no reason why there isn't super large waterfalls and you know chasms chasms and 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 canyons on endor so i i think on the sounds alone and then the pathfinder rebel helmet hitting the ground i mean they're telling you right there right Chief Nisa and Wicked around the corner. It's all. I was waiting for an Ewok foot to step into frame. I yes. almost that that was my largest verbal noise. Yes. Uh, all, all, all yep. noises. Anyway, you know what I mean. Uh, I, I made some noises. <laughs> ah! Yeah, it was pretty exciting. Well, and look, let's start. Right, you were saying it makes sense. Uh, why? Why would Princess Leia, in need of a place to hide, not go to the creatures and specifically the character who changed the course of the rebellion? Yeah. By poking her in that side and saying, you know, Aki at that, let's uh, uh, let's fight them. You know? Practical location, but yeah. also, you know, uh, maybe something is drawing them there. Yeah. You're getting into a, you know, hashtag speculate responsibly there. It's, it's where, you know, this major victory happened. It's where... Anakin slash Vader's yeah. body burned, uh, you know? Right. And again, and, and, you know, no one, no one, please hold us to any predictions here. I really have grown not tired of them, but it's just like looking, you're sorry, looking back on Force Awakens stuff. I'm like, oh yeah, I had it all wrong. And, and, and I don't want to get caught up in that, but <laughs> at the same time, I got like Endor gets me geeked up oh, yeah. more and than I can is, imagine. Yeah. I mean, this is the whole speculate responsibility thing. Of, yeah. like, we want to have fun and man, it's, it's amazing fun to think that that yeah, would right. be Endor. And then if it, we turn on and it's like, turn on we go to see the movie and it's you know tendor the 
fifth moon of Endor, and there are no Ewoks there. I'm not gonna. It's teak. It's just throw teak. my drink down and leave the theater. Yeah, and, and you know it's. And you're right. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop right now, apologizing for having fun looking at these frames. All yeah, right, I'm clear. Thank you. Let's speculate responsibly and funly. Yeah, that's a word. Uh, all right. What do you? Uh, what do you have next on your list? Well, I go right to Finn. This this VO comes. There's some theories out there that Finn is force sensitive or picking up on the force. And, uh, you know, here's saying it's an instinct. It sounds like it's cut off from maybe something else. Uh, a feeling the force brought us together. Now, do I think that alone makes me convinced beyond a shadow of doubt that he's force sensitive or has learned the ways of the force? No, no. He's aware of it. Yeah. General Jan Dodonna says, may the force be with you. And I don't think he was force sensitive. <laughs> but it's... Hey. It's 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 really interesting the way it was presented. The fact that it starts that way, it's an instinct of feeling the force brought us together. I'm really interested that Finn, Poe, and Ray each get their own line. Mm. Palpatine gets an important line. Luke gets an important line. Right. But it, but it, that it starts with our three central characters and lets us know where they are. Yeah. And the fact that Finn is saying brought us together. Yeah. Finn used to just be like, hey, I want to run. Oh, hey, I met yeah. Ray. I want to run uh, with you. Wait, yeah. no, I believe in this fight. I'm all in. So for him to be the motivational speaker, yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the motivational speakers to be like, no, let's let's stay together. The Force thing's really, that's so juicy to me because I would mm-hmm. be delighted if mm-hmm. Abrams himself pulled a four-year con. Yeah. He was like, oh, Hey, on all the promotional material, here's Finn with a lightsaber. Yeah. Oh, no, Finn's not the Force-sensitive one. It's Ray, And then come back around to, he is some level of Force-sensitive, would Mm. be really interesting. Particularly if they kind of handle it with, um, Mm. I think, what what can sometimes be confusion about, like, hey, there are a lot of people who are Force-sensitive on some level. Yeah. And then our main characters, our Skywalkers, uh, you know, are the ones who are like, our Yodas, our Obi-Wan Kenobis yeah. are the ones who are like, I'm I'm extra powerful. There was the stuff going around, and I think on the main show we recorded earlier in the day, which will be released after this, so it seems like a weird out-of-order thing, but I'm, I'm making reference to something you all haven't heard yet. But I was talking about uh, our, our pal, Hello, Hello, Hello Greedo did the thing on the midichlorians, and he was digging up some old stuff in interviews with Lucas, and there was something that George, and I, I can't remember, I wish I remember exactly, but he basically, this is a long time ago, says the Force, you know, it's kind of like yoga. If you want to study it and get good at it, it's there for you. The Jedi are the only ones that took the time to take yoga classes. That that and that's an old school thing. And then over the time, and I think Legends and everything kind of came into and I'm wagging fingers. But that video game thing you heard about, we we're talking about the Freddie Prince Jr. video of of what's your force level? What's and even the midichlorians come in and kind of give a number to some things. I like that if there's a possibility that we're going back to the beginning, where George is like, yeah, no, the force is there for anyone. Jedi put on the robes and decide to take the classes. Maybe Finn's like, I'm going to take a yoga class on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love those ideas. I love those ideas yeah. of accessibility. I think I myself get a little like, yeah, yeah no, it's, uh, you have to be born with some level Something. to start lifting rocks with your mind, right? Right. right. So I'm a little bit more like, uh, in terms of like actually getting to kind of level of powers we've seen right that like oh well, you're born with it and it's a responsibility and you do with it what you do or you don't but what i do like from the whole yoga class idea is yeah. the force is an organic truth in, right. in this galaxy it's what it's holds that, yeah. 
the galaxy together. It binds us, it penetrates us. And I like that there's people in canon like Lyra Urso in the books who are just like force aware of just like, yeah. I can feel when something's kind of off. I felt it when the Jedi were gone. I could never mm-hmm. do what they do, no matter how many yoga classes I take. Yeah. yeah. So it'd be really interesting to me if if Finn was either like that or like, I can I can feel it. It's an instinct of feeling. Yeah. Like he's saying, or if he's just somebody who's just like, hey, I listened. Yeah. I believe this is su- such a better philosophy than the sort of rigid, mechanical, hateful world I was raised in. And instead yeah. it's a, hey, we're all connected. Mm-hmm. This planet, this Orbach, this space yeah. where I'm writing, BB-8 is uh, yeah. sentient. He's a part of it. We're all part of it. Mm. I believe in it. Yeah. And I want to be a part of it on any, it, whatever any level. level from any he, level. He could be full Jedi. He could be like, I sense a minor disturbance in the force. Yeah. To just like, I believe in the force and it's cool. Yep. Any of those, I'm happy with. It, it does. It all. It all works on some level, depending if it happens, or it just could be a line. Again, we're making jokes, but uh, you know about our predictions. But yeah, it could be that. But I, I, I think it, it, it sets the tone for what might be coming. Yeah, with the, yeah. With the thing, and then he's talking about br- the force brought us together. We keep seeing togetherness coming together is yeah. all over this trailer. The force brought us together, but does Ray want to stay there? Uh, what I have next is the resistance meeting. Yeah, shot. Yeah, we got Ray leaps around. Maybe she's in the Death Star, does a little jump cut, blah, blah, blah. That's cool. But yes, I really love this because uh, we get Lando, Moncala, and Joseph. You discovered a secret creature. Did I, I need to get home and zoom in big screen. Uh, there seems to be a Muppet. There's so, uh, a big blue furry oval is, yes. is, is, is walking up. As and if, I'm just so delighted to see a weirdo. As if Sweetums dyed his hair blue <laughs> and grabbed a blaster. Yeah, we got uh, uh, Mon Calamari. Uh, we got Lando. <laughs> we got uh, Poe in that shot. I'm yeah. sure we, we haven't uh, super spent a bunch of time on that. I just saw that blue furry thing, and I was very happy. And he's stomping towards the meeting. I love it. But there. right, it's like it's so many of these shots of the, of the resistance. Yeah have that feeling of like, wow, there is a lot of them. They've really pulled together mm-hmm. And that. This shot gave me that great feeling as well. Well, you know, we know. So, you know, last we leave them, they're, they're desperate. They're down to a small amount and Leia's friends maybe have turned her back, uh, turned their back on her. Uh, and that's why I love Poe's line that kind of floats around over this. We do see a shot of Rose, Dominic Moynihan's character and uh, Billy Lord's character, Lieutenant Connix is kind of in this sequence. Yeah. But uh, this thing with Poe saying good people will fight if they, if we lead them it starts with, we're not alone. We're not alone. Oh, Good. that fell off my notes. We're not alone. Hey, it's like togetherness is a theme in this thing. <laughs> Yes, alone versus together. We're not alone. Good people will fight if we lead them, lead them. right? So there, here's, here's he's learned his lessons from The Last Jedi, right? Yeah. And he knows the importance of leadership. Absolutely. And this idea that, uh, you know... It's not that, again, we'll find out some details. It's not that people didn't show up. We've already seen in the comics some of the people that didn't show up didn't show up for some reasons. And, well, Leia, you know, we don't get our ass kicked. Look at Abnazi and Prime. So I, I love that people wanted to show up. They just wanted, they didn't needed, they needed the light. They needed the person. Well, yeah. They needed the group. I love that. I'm like, yeah, the, it's exactly what Leia is saying in Last Jedi is like, the spark has gone out. Yeah. But when Luke shows up, and gives mm-hmm. the galaxy hope again by his yeah. sacrifice. Then you get uh, Lando and a big blue Muppet yes. ready to fight. Yes. You know? Yeah, it's almost as if Luke's sacrifice, which becomes a tale <laughs> to be told all around the galaxy, proves to be some sort of inspiration for help to arrive. 
Yes. Yeah. But it is. Yeah. And so far, the storytelling that we have yeah. in between these two movies that the resistance is going around the yeah. meager members getting uh, resources, but also preaching. Preaching. Right. That, yeah. hey, we can do this right now. We're just a spark. But together we can be a fire. And mm-hmm. Poe saying, hey, I will lead you. Yeah. I, I think I got some better instincts now about when to do the crazy thing. Yeah. When to play it safe. When to live to fight another day and when to go in charging and screaming and when to blow things up. I I, I got this. I got it. Follow me. I got yeah. it. Um, I love, I actually love the sequence. I, I, that, that meeting and the fact that Lando's there, I just brings me a lot of joy. Oh yeah. It's just great. Great Lando shots. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing that didn't occur to me, I didn't see Leia in that shot. I did not even No, I, I didn't. And I got, yeah. And I, 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 am, I think we see Leia on Endor or Endor, Tendor. Endor, Tendor. Yeah. And I think that's, and that's it. Yeah. For a little bit. Yeah. For a little bit. If, if at all. Yeah. If at all. Yep. All right. Uh, what do you have next on your list? Ken? So I go to, from this point, and I can't remember again, this isn't necessarily frame by frame breakdown. No, no, no. We, we're beat by beat thing. is fair. Um, it, this, it goes into this, uh, this Ray stuff. What I think is if, if, if 3PO is kind of the heart of the trailer, this is the most compelling, intriguing part of the trailer, which is people keep telling me they know me. No one does. She's waiting for Kylo. What we have seen from other promotional shots and, and clips on the, uh, Death Star remains and, uh, Kylo shows up in an excellent shot. Yes. Uh, wet. Howdy Vogue <laughs> Kylo with a cool lightsaber flip. It's great. It's a cool lightsaber flip, right? And he says, but I do. Yeah. Yeah. But I do. People uh, keep telling me they know me. Yeah. No one does. Yeah. But I do. And Whoa. I think, again, most compelling. And I don't know about you, Joseph, but I, I immediately go to the stuff we've been talking about for weeks now with Chris Terrio saying, hey. Last Jedi really just did an amazing job, but this complicated relationship between these two and this connection yeah. between them two. And this is the thing that excites me. Like, obviously, in the trailer, it's just showing us that this is at stake. Yeah. You know, like, when she says she's alone, mm-hmm. is does that mean she she's rejecting her resistance friends and she's being drawn to Kylo? And yeah. That, and that's a, a clear-cut stake. But, like, in The Last Jedi, you know, he says, you know, you're you're nothing. Yeah. But not to me, Right. Right. One can read that as a certain level of manipulation of like, I am trying to make you feel bad about who you are and how you have no place in this story, but I will give you one. Yeah. So take my hand. Right. So I'm so interested is, is this honesty? Mm-hmm. Is this the point where Ray has gotten to like feeling I've been given this burden yeah. of having this power and I'm supposed to live up to all these people Yeah. and Kylo going, that's how I felt since the day I was born. Right. So I know how you feel. Is it an honest meeting point of like, God, it's terrible to have the burden of all this power and all the, all these expectations and all these legends to live up to chosen ones in a way, not saying the chosen ones, but yeah, I get it. Yeah. I get it. We both carry this burden. We wear this cloak of, of power, so to speak. Cause I love, cause we leave them last. We, we see her closing the door. It looks pretty final, but we already have seen some content, uh, Star Wars was the uh, Star Wars comic, the Allegiance comic, and some mm-hmm. other things. Ray seems frustrated. Yeah, Ray is still learning. Maybe feels she has a lot to learn and doesn't have the one. Doesn't anyone helping her? All these kind of things. We we don't have a hundred percent clear picture, but we're getting little sprinkles. Yeah, in the Spark of Resistance novel, we yeah. spend a, a, a short, uh, you know, middle readers novel. Uh, we spend a decent amount of time in her head, and she's mm-hmm. trying to figure everything out. 
you know, she's trying to do what's right. She right. doesn't like the First Order, knows how cruel Kylo can be. Yeah. But is like, can't calm down and really, she feels the force, but can't calm down and really get it to answer. What I love is she is not going great. Uh, I got the training. I got the lightsaber. I'll rebuild it. No worries. No problems. Uh, I'm ready to take this on because I am the the now, the new, the last Jedi. You know, the the, the new, now, last Jedi. <laughs> it all makes sense to me. So let's just say she, she leaves Last Jedi with the movie, and that's part of the story, thinking that, right? Okay. I've got everything I need. Leia's said it's good. Luke's there with me in spirit. I am a Jedi. I'm going to on my way to... I've got the books. And how a year later... She's like, no one understands me. No one understands what I'm going through. Uh, I've got this power. I'm training. I'm training my ass off, but it's something's, I'm not f- connecting to the Force the way I think because that's what's going on in the comics a little bit. And again, here comes Kylo. She's like, I've shut that guy out, and now he's back going, yeah. Once again, I'm the only one that gets you. Yeah. I'm not, and it's not even just strictly Raylo stuff and anything like that. Jokes aside, it is now. I'm just like this is a different kind of hero in the final act. Yeah, yeah. And to me, like I, I think Abrams and Terio are going to do a good job of just really accessing the you know uh, ongoing themes of Star Wars. And yeah. it's such an interesting story to go. Hey, as Yoda told us back in Empire Strikes Back, the dark side accessing anger yeah. is quicker and easier. So, but what she's being told, you know, by Luke, probably by Leia is, hey, the best way to tap into the light side is to just breathe, relax, calm, be centered. Also, there's just a few of your friends alive. You're constantly at war. Everyone wants to kill you and we're always desperate. But be super calm and relaxed and don't give in to your anger. Like, (laughs) that's fascinating to me of like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what would any of us do with that huge amount of responsibility and power and burden and know that we have to take this really high road mm-hmm. that is the story of, of what it is to be a Jedi? Yeah. It's just interesting. It's just, I'm, I'm just, I don't have all the right answers yet. And yeah. this is 10 seconds of a clip and I'm just like, I love this setup. Does she feel, is, is, is there now like, well, we have to, t- I don't want them. I don't like them, but I got to team up. Yeah. And what is that? You know, is that the wrong together? Yeah, we're got we're talking about together. But if she feels is if she feels she's alone, so she goes and goes teams up with this guy when her friends are like, no, we meant us, <laughs> us go with us. And, and, and there's some kind of tension there again, not saying that there's going to be her against Pwn the company. I just I don't know. There's just a lot of emotional possibilities. Yeah, absolutely. And it, and it tracks well with with everything we know about her so far. Right. What do you right. got next? Uh, what I got next is uh, a good amount of stuff. Um, uh, <laughs> do should we uh, should we take a break and come back and start really diving into the Emperor? Yes. Let's do that here yes. on a Force Center special edition of the Rise of Skywalker trailer. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. 
If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Posting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. And we're back here on Four Center. Thanks for sticking around for this big breakdown of the Rise of Skywalker final trailer. We were talking about some of the big themes, the possibilities, and you know, I love when Joseph and I were talking, and our minds start going down somewhere else. It's not necessarily <laughs> the right direction, at least for me. It's just like, oh, the possibilities, the possibilities, emotional a, stakes. Yeah, it's so fun. Uh, you know, it, I just delight in the moments that we're in right now. Yeah. Uh, and I saw this, uh, as we were paused, I saw this Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, exchange. So John Kasdan, uh, you know, co-screenwriter okay. of, of Solo, mm-hmm. uh, has a funny joke. He okay. says, I will be reenacting this moment in the shower momentarily with a picture of Kylo coming out of that crash <laughs> of water with the lightsaber yeah. mid flip. He, uh, gets a response from the actual Star Wars Twitter account says, you have the ruins of the Death Star in your shower. So we're living in a time where the social media manager of Star Wars Twitter has confirmed that those are the Death Star ruins <laughs> while discussing a, just kind of a fun shower joke. Uh, well, <laughs> uh, And then the next tweet is somebody saying uh, Death Star 2. <laughs> of course, of course. That's a good. Uh, that is a 2019 exchange. That's right a there. 2000. Yeah, we're mining it. We're a good joke. We're mining it for facts, and someone's got to correct it. <laughs> it is just oh, a thrilling man. time when everybody wants to discuss yeah. and joke and everything. We were talking about uh, last with Ray and Kylo and the ruins of the second uh, DS1 uh, Death Star orbital battle station, whatever you want to call it. Uh, then we go to uh, we got some juicy stuff coming up here with the Emperor. But first, Joseph, this is the this is why I don't like to get into the freeze frame game but we still feel we have to you and i don't know for sure what we're looking at ice planet comet ice island on a lake yeah we don't quite know sithberg sithberg it is <laughs> sithberg dead ahead uh yeah but it's it, it it i think it's partially like we've been we've been told that there's some sort of snow planet uh Kijimi, i don't know how to say it yet uh i might never know how to say it right uh but it seemed like in that vanity fair article that that is where zoe bliss is hanging out in the right. thieves quarter we're told maybe right, right. maybe so but when i first thought it's yeah but then I was like, oh, no, it's fighters are coming towards it. It's yeah. this weird kind of, and it's cut with all of the yeah. empire uh, or emperor and empire imagery, imagery, right? Yeah. So it is one of those things like, oh, yeah, that could be uh, totally unrelated and yeah. it just fits visually. Or it could be like, ooh, yes, yeah. this is involved in the evil. Uh, and, uh, you know, because I find myself getting caught up. It's like, well, okay, the, it does, the, the top doesn't necessarily match with the bottom, but it could be the weird reflection. Then the TIE fighters, the TIE fighters look like they're flying above and below. <laughs> Let's move on. Right. Let's move on. Right. Because when we see the movie, we'll just know. <laughs> we'll know. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, there, this is where the Emperor stuff starts coming in oh, with the VO. So beautiful, so beautiful. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about the VO or some of the imagery first? Uh, the imagery first, and then okay. we'll go to the VO. So we get that a Star Destroyer bursting out oh, of the yeah, ice, right? I, I mean, that's... 
I didn't have that note right there. I was yeah. say that's huge. That's pretty big. Huge if true. Uh, Star Destroyer bursting out of ice. Uh, did it look to you like a classic Star Destroyer? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, I, I think in a lot of things we've seen, not a lot of first order Star Destroyers. I know yeah. they're there. Sorry, I gulped my water too too much. <laughs> Understandable. Let Ken hack a little bit. Choking on the uh, aspirations of my uh, predictions here. Um, yeah, but what... What a, again, when I'm talking about wonderfully batshit, I'm like, what am I looking at? Right. What am I, a Star Destroyer is coming out of the ice? Like it's some side of kind of Fast and Furious movie? Yeah. Wow. It, it gives you that feeling that, because the, you know, the Emperor uh, dialogue we'll get to, but it's, yeah. he's talking about waiting. And you get this like, did he take half the fleet that mm-hmm. we've never heard about in any other canon and just sort of um, freeze them for later? <laughs> It's like, and you get the sense that in this Star Wars movie, that maybe that's possible, possible. because it's getting to those feelings of like yeah. those original trailers of you know aliens from a million worlds of like yeah. anything can happen because yeah. it's a big, bold, weird space fantasy. So yeah. maybe he, it, maybe it is a Sith ice planet, and he froze yeah. a fleet of star destroyers, and they're bursting through. It's like, uh, congratulations, you just got in, in, invited into the Sith Trooper uh, team. Yeah. Great. What do I get to do? You're going to be frozen for 30 years. Um, just stand by for more. Yeah. And I mean, that's really because they've been called First Order Sith Trooper, yeah. First Order Sith Jet Trooper. Yeah. Mm. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. But it's a great shot. Yeah. And then uh, we get the Ancient Throne, right? Speaking of Game of Thrones, yes. Yeah. And then Phil uh, Showstack tweets out. Yep. That it is the exact match pretty much for old Ralph McQuarrie design of uh, Emperor's possible throne room from 81. Yeah. So, we, I mean, we've had so many great things in this Disney era of Star Wars. It's looking back to uh, McQuarrie mm-hmm. uh, and including Vader's castle. Uh, and Mustafar having, you know, some yep. design similarities uh, for, yeah. for sketches from back it, in the yeah. day uh, and the idea of it from Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. But this, I mean, this is one of those great things of like, hey, Star Destroyer coming on ice. We can we can guess mm. we can pontificate. But that just looked like, oh, that's yeah. that's where an ancient Sith would sit. Yeah, right? Yeah, like, right. that's just what it looks like. That's just yeah. what it makes you feel feel yeah. right yeah you don't need to know anything other than yeah bad guy sits there yeah it's ancient, dragon stone for star wars yeah ancient evil has returned and needs to rest <laughs> sits there not ghost sit <laughs> sith sit sith sit mm-hmm. yeah uh any other uh, of that kind of imagery that that you wanted to touch base no, on before it, we get into but this time uh, the vo starts and i'm it, it just i love it yeah it's great to hear mcdermott long have i waited and now coming together is your undoing boom and then that's we're seeing that resistance fleet we're seeing all that stuff again i don't think that is literal but because remember remember the force awakens trailer when han's talking about the dark side and the light and we're like well he says dark side over finn he says jedi (laughs) he says jedi over finn um don't worry about that but it is the theme of i think he's most likely talking to ray and kylo it seems like it right makes makes most sense but just the fact that then you're coming together, boom, resistance fleet. Yeah. Ah, I love that. Right. So it's the, even if he is, even if this is actually a direct line from the movie, which it might not be, yeah. uh, and he's saying it directly to Ray and Kylo, it still has that power of talking about the overall right. theme of the movie and the overall challenge for the heroes. But <sighs> digging into it is, um, 
just first to get into long have I waited. Yeah. Right. That gets really gets to the sense of I have been imprisoned and I'm being released or I have waited for the right moment or I needed the right circumstances. I needed Ray and Kylo to be together, you know? Maybe it, it is these coming together of these two yeah. powerful chosen one like figures. I, I, I think we'll get those the answers obviously, but I'm 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 really intrigued by this idea of if the force had to be, you know, woken up in episode seven, could did he could he is he just sitting there waiting for it to come back because he can't come back. He can't do what he wants to do, whatever plan he has, or whatever if he's a spirit trying to fight back like Voldemort. You know, Voldemort coming back. Yeah. I said his name two times. We're dead. Um, and if he takes on another form or any, anything, any of these crazy theories or things people want to see. I'm intrigued by the idea of if, if he's, like, he's like, yeah, I had to wait because the force kind of was like, cool, we're out, we're good, we're balanced, see ya. Right. And, and like, I'm over here in the ether going, what do I do? I'm haunting this Death Star. Yeah. I, mean, I want to get out of here. It just goes to, we've talked about it, it go, the force ghosts are, uh, the light side is selfless and feels everything is connected. They become yeah. a part of the larger force, but are they are, they are everything and they are one. Mm-hmm. That's not the way the Sith works. Sith is yeah. tight and obsessive and mine, 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 mine. So it makes sense. They would just, his evil soul that won't die would just shrivel up and be locked <laughs> and stuck. waiting for an opportunity. Stuck, stagnant, like how, dreaming. However, if it's, if it's ends up being mm-hmm. sci-fi, it's like I waited for somebody to, you know, yeah. flip the clone button. Or if it is much more like, hey, yeah, you need to take the mortis dagger and mm-hmm. uh, stab this obelisk yeah. on the, you know, if it, whatever it is, with, yeah. whether it's sci-fi, whether it's culty, mm-hmm. I just love the feeling of, just yeah. like real evil, yeah, you, you you push it back, you defeat it, it stays away for a while, and it and it rises again. Long have I waited. Yeah, there's no clear-cut victory uh, in the long term. Sometimes, sometimes, yeah, we can hope for it. Yeah, and I love that, and that's when it goes on the the shots. Ghost, eh, it could just could be another ship. Yeah, but I, I'm 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 ha- I'm happy to see something. I'm happy to get my little uh, like Hera, Jason oh, Sandula. Hera, Jason Sandula, another VCX one hundred. Yeah, is one that, entirely different. It, Lando seemed to, like he liked those ships. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did. I wanted to ask you one other question about Palpatine. I mean, I know you'll never believe I want to talk yeah. about Palpatine. No, no, no. Sorry, I was just thinking about Lando and the ship, because, yeah, that's in, in, what Solo Han puts Han, up. Han claims he has a VCX-100, right? he got him one as a gift at one point. And Lando's like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. If, if Palpatine is saying, and now you're coming together, is your undoing directed towards the idea of Rey and Kylo, mm. what does that mean to you? Why do you think he would want them to fail by coming together? I, I'm wondering, could it be as simple as you t- you two have decided to team up to defeat me, but you you you, what you really need is not each other. One of you needs me. Is it just mm. a simple old kind of Sith standby? What, what you know again? What exactly? What for me is all the kind of things might might come to play. We'll talk about the Mecha Palpatine idea we've been uh, yeah. talking about. Um, I, I yeah, I don't. That's where I go initially. Yeah, right or wrong, that's where I go. If if they're both like in a place of anger and darkness and basically right. fighting over his accidental tomb mm-hmm. on the wreckage, I almost like just the idea of that. I've been waiting for something for yeah. powerful anger to unlock me of just yeah. like, and there's something, uh, you know, this is not an ac- like an accurate actual. This is exactly what's going to happen in prediction, but I right. just kind of like that uh, conceptual idea of like 
hey, look, you uh, you released your anger, Ray, and it released this, mm. you know, spirit, this, yeah, uh, you me. know, ultimate <laughs> evil. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, you're coming together as you're undoing. So mean, so yeah. Palpatine. Yeah, because, yeah, again, on the surface, it's just like him taunting, like, oh, you guys think you're doing good? Again, if they even teamed up. If he, he, could, he could be talking to Babu frickin' 3PO for all we know. I don't know. But, like... Right. It, uh, yeah, and I think I guess is that your theory now? It's Babu Frick. It's Babu 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 Frick. He's turning on uh, the Palpatine uh, <laughs> chip in three PO's head. No, I think we, I, I think we're uh, I think we've been overlooking one of the most obvious things. Oh yeah, uh, Palpatine likes to play on attachments. So yeah. if it is that Ray and Ben mm-hmm. are coming together and caring and worried about one another from Palpatine's perspective, that makes them vulnerable, right? Yes. They have something to lose. That's why it is. It's just, is it, is it, is it an old school Palpatine taunt? Yeah. Your faith in your friends is yours, you know, like, yeah. Oh, cool. You decided to come here together. Yeah. You guys ain't nothing together. Yeah. You, you trust him. You trust him, Ray. You're weaker together than you would be alone. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, okay, great. Now let's talk about Jason Sandula. (laughs) The other major part, clear, clear. We zoomed in on the window of that ship. We saw Jason Sandula. Yes. We did not. We did not. And I, I wouldn't expect it. Yeah. But you know, who knows? Well, it, we, we, we look, we, here's what we always say on Force Center, and I've said other places, J.J. Abrams and Chris Terrio aren't studying Rebels. They're not watching War of the Worlds. Uh, world, well, maybe they're watching War of Worlds, but World Between Worlds. Uh, I know I've, I've had a p- couple people already tweet me the Mortis dagger, which is Ray is holding a weird dagger. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But Story Group watches that stuff. People do. Hey, J.J., can we put some ships in your shot? Yeah, cool. Here's this one. Yeah, that to me just does not seem that outlandish uh, where... J.J. Abrams and Chris Terrio writes, hey, a bunch of people from the past yeah. all in the present come together to for the big final stand. And Story Group's like, cool. Yeah. The fans would love it if this ship was in front. Yeah. And maybe it's maybe we do cut to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Hera. Maybe we do yeah. cut to Jason Sindula. Maybe we just like in Rogue One, it zips by. Yeah. And we then find out from the story group or in a visual dictionary. Yep. Yeah. That's Jason Sindula's ship. He's a. He's a DJ. He's there. <laughs> That's what he not not the character DJ. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, it's uh, it's all it's Ahsoka and Ezra are in there. <laughs> Zev's there. Uh, uh, yeah. Dash uh, Rendar. Dash Rendar's there. there. They're all there in there. Everybody. Ship. It's a party. The whole gang is back together. <laughs> Lobot's in there. That's Lobot. Lobot's flying. It's Lobot. It's Lobot. All right. Yeah. We got some other big yeah, things before we, we uh, get too loopy, right? Yeah. Explosions. Oh, we've been broadcasting a long time today. Explosions. We got a water craft this looks like they got i love the idea that um well that's the dinner i had um <laughs> if they got to get to the death star ruins it's like uh, indiana jones like cool take yeah penitent man shall pass take this weird little rickety boat <laughs> get there through the back door like i, oh, I like that yeah little. yeah oh that that weird little ship that looks yeah it's got a similar it's not i know it's not a ski speeder but it has a little bit of a similar design that, to that yeah. kind of rickety yeah feeling to it yeah yeah we don't see a lot of watercraft in Star Wars, so I kind of like yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. Uh, so then, moving along, we get to my next thing is the big three PO Babu Frick scene. Yeah, that's what the, so. It just scrolled over my notes and went, 
Yeah, we're going to be here all night. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, again, we talked a lot about it, but I just, uh, I, I'm already a fan of Babu Frick, and I don't even know why. He's just cute, and I like his mustache. He's cute and weird, and, and to me, I love Babu Frick because he is a symbol of growth and change in Star Wars. I was talking about this uh, a little while ago, how when the prequels came out, some people just didn't like aliens that weren't, human shape right. because now George Lucas could do things that weren't people in rubber masks. Right. Uh, and I really, really like that. Yeah. He's, he looks like a little prequel alien. He does. And he's, really and does. He, yeah, and he, but he's just part of the palette of star Wars or now like for the first men in black. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like that scene. We can talk a lot about Zori Bliss is there. <laughs> we can confirm. There's already rumors of prequel robots and droids in the background. Yeah, somebody sent me a picture. It looks blurry, but looks mm. like it. it. Looks like there might be a battle droid in the background. Yeah. Looks blurry. Convincing. Uh, yeah. yeah, but man, that would be great if it's a if it's a droid shop. Mm. That is also uh, significantly, I think, our first shot of R two. Right. Yes, yes, in this uh, in we this had, episode nine, yeah, yeah, we had the Vanity yeah. Fair photo, but there's no yeah. confirmation that that's an image from from the, the yeah. actual movie. Other, it's you know, just yeah. Three PO says his line. Take one last look, sir, at my friends, and we uh, got our two chirping at his side. Yeah, that's how sweet. do we feel? Mm. It, uh, well, mm. here here's my yeah. spe- speculation. We've already seen 3PO with the red eyes. I yeah. think it's some sort of, in order to access X, we mm-hmm. need program that runs Y. And yeah. they don't understand that 3 was like, okay, I'll do it. Yeah. But that will wipe me out. Yeah. And I won't be me anymore. Yeah, I'm gone. How would you feel if that, if something like that was the case where it is like, the character you kind of last expect to make the bold sacrifice play? Yeah. Is 3PO. I actually really like that, almost to the point where I don't want to lock myself into it. Yeah. But the idea of this, you and I have talked about it, you, you've been really vocal about it. You know, 3PO gets crapped on a lot through a lot mm-hmm. by our heroes, the ones we look up to. They're calling them <laughs> bad names and shutting, shutting them, them off. Up, shutting them down. Gets his memory wiped, probably <laughs> with good reason. But if, the, if this is his end... Uh, you know, if this is to be our end, then let's make it, you know, an amazing end. This yeah. is the end. I'd be happy with that. 3PO's noble end. And I'd be, with yeah. Chewie's bowcaster. And I'd be, I'd be really sad. Yeah. I'd be really sad. He's already got me choked up, but yeah, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. It's, it's a really interesting, it would be an interesting way to have, to feel like there's stakes, mm-hmm. that old question, the reason Harrison Ford, one of the reasons Harrison Ford wanted to die. Mm-hmm. Like, well, what are they, what are they paying for this victory. Yeah. What are they, you know, losing? What is the cost of this uh, uh, victory? And yeah, it would be horribly sad if 3PO yeah. changes. But that's more in the theme of Star Wars of like, change is inevitable mm. than, ah, uh, he blew up and nobody can put him back together again. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. just brutal and sad, right? Yeah. But hey, he's got red eyes and a different attitude now. <laughs> change. We'll see, but I, All like, right. I like it. Chewie's there too. And that Chewie roars mm-hmm. if he's saying goodbye. Yeah. Mm. So what you got next? Uh, we got Luke's VO, uh, kind of the highlight next. Confronting fear is the destiny of the Jedi. Confronting fear. And I think uh, that could be an internal uh, and, and an external comment there. Yeah. Confronting fear is the destiny of a Jedi. Mm-hmm. We got yeah, which, which wasn't the, but uh. Uh, uh, Jedi. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Um, and then uh, it comes back to, to say your destiny. We got a couple more shots we're going to talk yeah. about. We got the chase sequence we've seen enough, oh, not enough, but a lot of. We've got that shot, another shot of Lando and Chewie and the Falcon, which uh, not sorry, it doesn't look like it might be at the final battle, or maybe it is in the other shots. Misleading. The Y Wing, yes, a lot of people tweeted me out of the Y Wing. Uh, looks cool, a little updated version. We got some good dog fighting, but that's when when Luke comes back in and says your destiny. Yeah, and man, I think that was that maybe was one of the most moving parts of the mm-hmm. uh, trailer for me. Yeah, because it is so dialed into the themes of of Star Wars, yeah. the Skywalker saga so far, and Terry and Abrams have talked a lot about in all these interviews. If we're digging into what this is really about. And it, obviously it's there in the mm-hmm. uh, original trilogy, but it is so drilled down on in the prequel trilogy. Like yes. to me, the word fear and the clear idea clearly spoken in the trailer yeah. for the Phantom Menace, that fear is where this is, all begins. Fear is the problem. Fear is where ev- mm-hmm. everything comes from. And so, of course, to be your best self, every Jedi has to conquer fear yeah. and you have to do it all the time. Yeah. You don't, you don't just pass the trial and that's it. And that just seems like from if if this is something that Luke is actually saying or just uh, general gist, yeah, it makes sense if he's like, well, I had to do that again mm. recently, yeah, confront my fear and, and find a way, right? But saying like it's the it's the uh, destiny of a Jedi, but specifically your destiny. We get the great. Is he talking to Ray? Is he talking to Kylo? It feels more like Ray yeah. since Ray has kind of taken the mantle of mm-hmm. the Last Jedi, yeah. Oh yeah, this is the, the uh, going to the teaser trailer to the thousand generations living you. Yeah. It could very well be the same speech. I kind of hope not. You know, I want to, but but I'm not worried about that right now. I, I, you know, Joseph, we've heard a lot about this connecting to the previous eight going all the way back, and I love that you just brought up the Phantom Menace trailer. <laughs> is Yoda saying the famous fear leads to anger, anger leads to hate, hate, hate leads to suffering? Yeah. You're, it's connected right there. Yeah. That's the point. Go back to the beginning. That's the, the downfall of Anakin was his fear, you know, and his, and, and his, uh, his connections and his, the fear to, to lose uh, connections and possession of people. Uh, the, that's, a, that's breathtaking in a simple way to me. Yeah. That, it, that from one to nine, as JJ says, and we're talking about on the main show this week, you watch these months, years later. We want this to, to have some kind of cohesive storytelling to it all nine of these saga films that starts for stuff stuff right there yeah and in this whole trailer being a question of of ultimately ray which we'll talk about in that mm-hmm. final shot of of really saying like mm-hmm. you have to face what we've all faced anakin failed it yeah you know i almost failed it almost yeah you brought me back from failing it again yeah in and the galaxy is hanging on you passing this jedi this timeless jedi trial this timeless human trial of you know of confronting not even defeating just confronting confronting. i I, i'm mesmerized by what her specific fears might be now and what ray's fears have been the whole 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 time we know uh, tied into the family identity wanting to leave jakku but really she doesn't she's afraid to leave yeah and get left behind and what's her fear now we know the frustrations and maybe not feeling like she doesn't belong or she doesn't train's not complete frustrated she doesn't have a uh, fears she doesn't have the control of the force so i'm because your destiny like assuming it's ray yeah is it that she now that she's found friends she's found family she's found identity she is 
as Star Wars has taught us, mm. afraid to lose them. Yep. Is it as simple as mm. Finn and Poe are like, we're all in this together. And she is backing away in fear saying, you don't know me. No, you don't know me. Yeah. Because if I back away first, then I, I'm safe, you know? Yeah. Mm. yeah. And then how do you show that in a batshit space <laughs> adventure? <laughs> it all comes down to these yeah. big, big, but small themes. Yeah. Uh, and then we, we're, we're getting on to one of your favorite shots, right? I, I don't know why. I guess it's my love of the Lord of the Rings movies, my love of Game of Thrones, my love of medieval history. I've just, uh, uh, you know, knights on horseback. I don't know why. I was, I love the five years. I love the idea of a horse-like creature in Star Wars. Um, that wasn't, you know, Wobanthas or elephant-like creatures in Star Wars, clearly. Um, these Orbox, the Jerry Orbox, <laughs> this shot of Jaina, Finn, BB-8, and others. Yeah. High atop horseback, space horses, we'll say, Orbox, on a Star Destroyer. Yeah. Charging into battle. Get out of here. Yeah, right? This is the Star Wars I didn't know I wanted. <laughs> and yet, I'm going to make the argument, it is the Star Wars that you have seen before, mm. and you're seeing it again for the first time. I love that. So you know what's so cool about it is everything you're you're listing, all of these loves, yeah. they're older. They're fantasy. They're based in medieval. They're metal and beasts of burden. They're much more organic. Yeah. So, I mean, this, this to me really it, it evokes the Ewoks taking down the empire, yes. right? Cause it's these organic creatures riding other organic creatures on top of this huge mechanical beast. Right. Yeah. And with it's, it's and arrow. <sighs> with a bow and arrow and it is, it's just getting the organic versus the rigid and technical. And it's, it's yep. that sort of thematic thing, but it's also like, Hey, I like knights on horses and I like yep. spaceships both at the same time. <laughs> Damn. Wow. This is the crossover I've always wanted. <laughs> and then that BB-8 is rolling yeah. fast enough to keep up with a space Love horse. that. It's so similar to Ghost in the Long Night <laughs> episode of Game of Thrones. Oh, BB-8, yeah. please come back. Powerful, powerful shot. I mm. love it. Uh, so here, and then here we're, we're starting to get into some of the interesting Ray yeah. and Kylo stuff, right? Is that yeah. What you got? We got the throne room. Clearly shot. Kylo, if you look closely, because uh, we all have, uh, he's say, he's saying something. There's some dialogue going on there that we're, we're not privy to yet. Yeah. Okay. So we saw what uh, what earlier what we appears to be some sort of weird ancient throne. This is the the, the throne, throne, room throne room from yeah. the Death Star 2, right? Yeah. yeah. So we've, we've gone back and forth for years mm-hmm. on the sequel trilogy of what is too much nostalgia? What is too much mm-hmm. revisiting? How did you feel to see that throne room? I, I got to say, absolutely uh, loved it. Um, I am fully embracing the return to the second Death Star. There's never been a doubt in my mind that I don't want to see it once we saw that first shot. Yeah. Once I learned on the second viewing of the teaser trailer, it wasn't a mountain, <laughs> uh, which if you remember Chicago, I thought, there's a mountain. Nice. That's the second Death Star. Oh, yeah, it's a Death Star. <laughs> um, I just, I ju- it just works for me on a level I can't fully unexplain uh, explain yet. Yeah. And I think again going to the Force Awakens art of book, and I just reread that. I pull, I went through every page and read everything again on a on a Friday night because that's what I do. And the Ray diving on the Death Star, the Falcon underwater going to the Death Star. Whether any of that stuff emerges, I don't know. In, yeah. in this, um, but I'm just I just all kind of 
kind of cool in a weird, nerdy kid in 83 right way. Yeah. The Death Star exploded, but the pieces are there. The Emperor's spirit might be there. All right, let's go to it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it, it's thrilling from that perspective, from just like mm-hmm. the, yeah, th- there's no reason not to revisit this. Right. And then for me, there is, it's the thrust of the sequel trilogy. Ray grew up literally in the garbage of war. Kylo grew up overshadowed by the, you know, the heroes of this war. And this whole thing has been about escaping, our new heroes escaping the shadow of the past. So the fact that they really do have to like Hmm. descend into the literal wreckage of the past yeah. where this absolute force of evil resided and was defeated mm. and be at that nexus point of yeah. of evil and and light again you know that's yeah that's just so powerful and then just lot. seeing them like <laughs> spending quality time together what are they yeah. talking hey, about yeah. what are they doing so exciting but grandpa fought here yeah <laughs> my uncle my uncle killed him uh yeah oh so good uh I, I noted that shot of Finn running uh, down the Death Star wreckage. He's on the wreckage yelling for Ray. It looks yeah. like he's yelling Ray. Yeah. Um, which makes me feel like Ray and Kylo are fighting. Yeah. And Ray goes with Kylo. Oh, yeah. I like right? that idea. Because Finn is running and yelling yeah. Ray. <laughs> and just, I, I, maybe it might not be that, but just with yeah. all these themes of, hey, Ray, we've got this. We're the resistance. Yeah. What? Oh, well, you're hey. feeling some doubts? Where, yeah. Where are you going? Hey, that's Kylo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, text me at least. I like uh, I like putting, I, I, you know, context. Some context clues sometimes can rub us the wrong way. For some reason, I, I like that uh, Ray isn't alone on that, you know, part uh, of, the, yeah. of the wreckage. Finn's there. Other people are there. Taking, again, ties up with the other shots of them all staring at the wreckage on that boat thing going to the wreckage. Right. And this idea we've talked about before, whether or not it's true or not, of just the two sides racing to get to the same place. Yeah. And maybe he arrives as uh, Kylo arrives. Yeah. And then do you have anything before we, we, we go get to the big, We go back to some shots about the Star Wars and the B-Wing. Um, but also the one that you, you and I just were <laughs> confused is, yeah, we know what it might be. And Janet was talking about it up top. But the Ray and Kylo killing what I'm calling ve- video game Vader. Right. Uh, in, a, in a very Imperial themed, but all stark white laboratory type of atmosphere. Yeah, very Star Wars old meets new, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's, it does, it has the uh, classic Death Star window, window type design, design. yeah. But stark white. Yeah. And it looks like, yeah, some sort of ancient corroded figure, which would be enticing if we just saw that for a second. But the fact that they are unified in both, yeah. like, whatever that is. Kill it. Kill it. Kill it. She's or got the dagger. On Lisa. Yeah, and the yeah. dagger in her hand. And it could be a cloning facility, you know, just it looks so stark right, white and uh, clean. Could be. Yeah. Uh, mm. the, and the dagger uh, really excites me. Okay. I'm going to listen to you on. <laughs> I'm going to listen to why it excites you. It's so culty. It's so yes. that that side of yes. adventure serial uh, pulps genre stuff of yeah. it, it, in this this could be me speculating irresponsibly and really thinking of the way I would like Palpatine to come back has from the beginning been weird Sith ceremonies mm-hmm. secret acolytes buried in the first order mm-hmm. uh, haunting yeah. but that a dagger just in the yeah. language of 
genre. Mm-hmm. It's a ceremonial thing. It's yeah. H.P. Lovecraft. It's ki- it's a kind of genre that yeah. Star Wars ha- that fits in the Star Wars oeuvre, yeah. but it doesn't hasn't been uh, really explored a lot on the big screen. That yeah. specific kind of like you drive the dagger into the obelisk and the yeah. evil, the unspeakable ancient evil emerges. Yeah. It's uh clone wars. I mean, again, I know, I know there's, the, yeah. there's, there's more, more to staggers out there, but I'm, I'm thinking more like mother Talzin, uh, that kind of stuff. Which, that, by the way, wouldn't Lena Headey be a great mother Talzin? Oh, Anyways, yeah. side note. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's yeah. in that stuff. Is I, in I, clone I'm, wars. I'm with you on that. You know, when, and, and Palpatine is doing the weird, uh, kind of over a boiling pot ceremony to reach Yoda on yeah. Moraban. Uh, he does it again in the world between worlds. So it's in, Mm-hmm. Star Wars, but Star Wars. hasn't been on the big screen in a big way. Just uh, sometimes hard to make that leap, but I think I think uh, I'm I'm there for that. Yeah, I'm there for that more than it's a uh, it's a it's a dagger from a episode we saw. Like it could very well be that. Yeah, but that it has some other kind of kind of meaning, some kind of temple of doom. Yes, yes. All right, so from there we go to this, this big thing we've been ta- teasing all night. There's an icy surface that Ray's standing on. The music's swelling. Things are not looking good. And we get a clear side shot of what we would think is Palpatine if he decides to keep the robes he likes to wear so much. That's his go-to look. And we're pretty sure. We watched it enough. We even brought in Grace for a second opinion. Hell, we showed my chihuahuas the video. <laughs> you think that's a device that... This person, probably Palpatine, is strapped to that's walking towards Ray. Yes. Joseph, Thus, is this Mecha Palpatine? That is why the words Mecha Palpatine flew out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> the second that uh, that we uh, saw that shot, Mecha Palpatine. Um, would you say that a little facetiously? Yeah. Uh, but it, it the, Palpatine's laugh is there. There's yeah, yeah. so much noise going on. You can go like, oh, yeah, why, am I assuming that's Palpatine? Well, like, well he's laughing. So, yeah, yeah. And, and that's definitely a hood. And it definitely that over the shoulder of mm-hmm. possible Mecha Palpatine. Uh, Ray looks terrified, right? And the angle of that. Oh, yeah. She's sh- walking back. It ain't looking good. Yeah. The angle of that shot is doom is looking down upon you, mm-hmm. you know? Um, mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. So it, it, I, I wonder how much we are going to get, you know, Palpatine needing to come back to his his mm-hmm. uh, physical strength. And this yeah. is like some sort of like, it, we're joking about the Mecha Palpatine thing, but it's not that far away necessarily from like the kinds of devices we've seen him use or project, uh, mm-hmm. to project his image. Like you go back to mm-hmm. Phantom Menace and there's that little hollow projector that walks along the hall. Right, right. You know, if there, if it is like his body is still like broken and withered mm-hmm. and he's strapped into a menacing little throne and it right. can skitter forward. I'm all down with that. I'm down with skittering mecha thrones. Skittering mecha Palpatine. Yeah, the Sentinel droids are another version that is, uh, you know, his recordings were placed into. We, oh, yeah, we talked about floating things. Uh, an alphabet squadron, how they're, you know, they're just they're real creepy horror-like uh, droids there. So, yeah, not uh, um, not uncharted territory with, with uh, Palpatine. Um, it's definitely one of those execution things. I'll see how it plays out. Yeah. I don't know what I'm seeing right now, so I'm not going to rush to any kind of judgment. 
Uh, and I'm not sounding like dour on it. I'm, I'm actually kind of excited to see how they pull right. it off. I mean, I think it, the, the thing is, is like, I trust that it will be creepy. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't think it'll be yeah. like, and now my Sith extender claw, you know, <laughs> the big... available for purchase at targets <laughs> tomorrow. Right. And yeah. well, and if I'm he, sure it will. If, mm-hmm. I want that action figure if it is true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it looks like possibly some device because yeah. And there's already speculation on, you know, who might be playing that Palpatine and, all those kind of things and that's all cool it's all neat i don't think it's i think it misses the point of what this the whole trailer saying but what this is saying too it's not who but the the, the how and the why of palpatine stomping after ray yeah i mean that that is the great thing to just look back on and we can discuss every other thing but like that's yeah. palpatine staring down ray yeah and that's just fun and cool i think mecha palpatine maybe it's time for mecha luke to return to fight mecha palpatine <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think, but I think that's a, I, I think it's a really big moment for what, because of what you just said, Ray, our hero introduced in 2015 is staring down some version of the emperor yeah. of Palpatine. That's something I would not have thought I would have be, would be seen and wanting to see back in 2015. Yeah. I think that's a testament to this, uh, this, what they're doing here with this story. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I am, I continue to be interested in exactly how we're going to get the return of Palpatine, mm-hmm. but as long as it has that yeah. menacing evil and also just, you know, uh, to remind us, He's always been a little over the top, right? Yeah. He's always been a little bit uh, uh, of uh, not campy isn't quite the right word, but like to hear Ian McDermott say it, Marquand and Lucas were sort of like, hey, what do you want to do? And he's like, "Uh, how about this? (laughs) Like, cool. (laughs) Like he he decided to go for evil wizard. We, we, it's one of our favorite quotes, not just us, but Star Wars fans, because it is so over the top, but uh, power, unlimited power. Does why would you that guy would want to be a mecca? Yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, the better to chew the scenery yeah. Yeah. from my strange walking throne that holds yeah. my frail body as my yeah. spirit returns. Yeah, and it could be something <laughs> entirely different. This is the fun of the speculation, but yeah, my favorite part of the evening was Joseph and I rewinding, rewinding on our VHS tape over and over. Going, did that move? Was that the camera or him? Was it, <laughs> honey, get in here? Was that the camera? Is that a Mecha Palpatine? Do you think, Grace, do you think that's a Mecha Palpatine? <laughs> we will see in December, but wow, what a tantalizing shot. Yeah, yeah. And then we are around the corner of the bend here on the final moments. Yeah. Final moving moments of this trailer. So any, there's, we go pretty much uh, right towards the Luke voiceover, right? It really does, yeah. Because yeah. Luke saying the force will be with you. Leia saying always in this just gorgeous shot of, of Ray. Yeah. With a blade on one side. That, yeah, the glowing blue hero's blade. And it is, uh, you know, if you study, I'm not saying this isn't like a trailer frame by frame, but if you just study Star Wars and you break it down to these scenes and you really dig in, you can really watch these actors play the moments. And here's Ray playing, Daisy Ridley playing fear, fear, apprehension, fear, smile. I love this final shot. Yeah. She just has a little twinge of confidence and comfort and a smile because the voiceover saying the force will be with you always. Yeah. I love that. ending. Yeah. The fact that it's divided between Luke Mm -hmm. and Leia, you know, coming Mm -hmm. out on Carrie Fisher's birthday, extra, you know, yeah. Extra, um, resonant Leia Mm -hmm. and Ray have spent more time together by this movie. And uh, yeah, I, I think when I first saw the trailer, I was affected, but then I had been, 
we'd had some good questions, some speculation about mm-hmm. like JJ Abrams is going to be a, a show stopping yeah. showman. Right. And, mm-hmm. and we got the pop on the first yep. teaser of, Ooh, Palpatine, the laugh. Then we got dark Ray. Mm. So I think a part of me was conditioned for what's the big pop. Yeah. And once I had a chance to digest it, I really love that it wasn't the big pop. It mm-hmm. was back to, Hey, the good guys are trying to win. Ray is mm-hmm. the, the newest new hope. She yeah. is the last Jedi right now. Can she confront her fear? Can she listen to those voices? Can she listen yeah. to our heroes and believe that they're right and believe that she can do it? And you're right. She's that, that look on her face with just the glowing blue bit blade, the yeah. symbol of hope the of the Skywalkers, blade. the hero's blade. And that look goes from fear and doubt to something else. Yeah. Is it yeah. confidence? Is it hope? Is it, I don't believe, but I have to do this. It's delightfully it, wrought and ambiguous. It is so weird that I'm going to be making this, Connection. I admit that right now. <laughs> one of my favorite movies, one of my favorite books, one of my favorite movies is about a boy, Hugh Grant, uh, Nicholas Holt, his first movie, 12. And the movie ends with Nicholas Holt breaking the fourth wall and smiling at the camera. And it's just a warm little 12 year old looking at Ed. This reminds me of this in a way. <laughs> this really does. Because again, she's playing these fear, fear. She's confronting fear, all these things. And there's just this like smile that's just so just sublime and just warm. I I just absolutely love it. What and, you know? And, and I don't know what what the actual context will end up being in the movie. This could be something else. You know, Claude could be calling her to dinner. <laughs> for oh, all yeah. we know, no Claude in the trailer. Yeah, no Claude, no General Hux, no uh, uh, Pride, Allegiant yeah. Pride, uh, and that's fine. And if you see anyone worried about that, don't worry about it. Yeah, don't no worry. worry about anyways, about that, that. as far as trailer, I mean, that, for for it to end on that. Ah, big win for me. Big yeah. win that final shot. Yeah, the final shot to just you know talking about the big themes, just reframing it is of of what will she choose? What will yeah. the heroes choose? What will you become? <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at it again yeah. as we you're as we record. Right I'm, looking at, I'm looking at Ray's face because I want to. You're, yeah. you're saying smile, and I want to believe smile. Yeah, watch it again. Yeah, I'm watching there? it again. Yeah, doubt, doubt, yeah. blink. It's so subtle. It's it's a it is a you're right. It's a blink. Yeah, and then something changes. Yeah, just a, a yeah. little bit. And yeah, and she, it's it's just it's very interesting to me that you you feel it as a smile. I feel it as I feel it as yeah. I feel as peace. Yeah, May, maybe that makes more sense. Yeah, uh, when I say it a lot, just like this peace, serenity, purpose. Yeah, all in that that moment. That's yeah, yeah. And I think Daisy's good at that. I you know watching the Luke Skywalker is a myth scene. As I as I did, uh, you know, having to break it down, like I I just like I love every just just plays things really well like that. I, yeah, I, I just think she's good in that regard. So, but uh, yeah, again, it, again, could be Claude going come to dinner. <laughs> I got dinner. You heard it here first. That's how Claude talks. How <laughs> Mecca Claude will talk, nobody knows because he might need some help getting around. If he doesn't talk like that, what are you doing? <laughs> come on, come on. Yeah. Uh, so powerful. So bring bringing it back, uh, you know, much like the Force Awakens trailer did, mm-hmm. just bringing it back to this is the the battle of light and dark, and can our can our heroes make it through the darkness? Yeah, this trailer I thought gave away so much and gave away nothing, and yeah, uh, it really set the tone for the themes and talks. Uh, that that's what's important. That's more important, folks, than who's flying the ghost. If that's the ghost, is that the racist? All those things are. Fun, but 
often they're just potatoes in the clouds. And what is important, what to take from this is just the unbridled joy you're experiencing right now watching this and the themes and what our characters want and what they're battling. Yeah. That's what's there. Yeah. And space horses. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I think that's it. Yeah. The, the deep needs and desires of the heroes and space horses. That to me is uh, what it's all about. The big mythic storytelling and the batshit space fantasy weirdness. And I love that we're getting both. Yeah, I, I love it. Sorry, we normally don't swear. Not that that's a, the worst swear word in the world, but that's how I describe it. It's how we feel and how it kind of aligns up with J.J. going, yeah, so I watched uh, Last Jedi. Turns out you can kind of go crazy in a great way, <laughs> and uh, I think we're going to give that a go. We're going to do that. Yeah. I love that. I love that. That is our look, Joseph. We've been broadcasting all day. Yes, we have. The episodes that are coming out later in this week have been uh, recorded today as well. We're putting this out as soon as we can, uh, getting this out. Uh, we like to take our time. We don't do those little reaction videos. Uh, no uh, no disrespect to anyone. Jen's doing one. Hers are always the most pure. No, you know, we, we just, Joseph and I want to stare blankly at a screen, <laughs> watch it six times, then start talking about it and taking notes, and then share it all with you. Uh, we're so happy, though, that Jen was able to call in and share her overall mm. thoughts to it. Uh, she was, uh, at last uh, we talked, was going to be putting a video out on her YouTube channel. So please support over there as as well. We also want to remind you today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash force center. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. We always do a force center recommends. We got one for the other shows, but Joseph, what are you bloodlines? I think people should check on bloodlines, uh, the Claudia Gray book, because you get a sense of the galaxy six years prior to all this. And maybe we'll see where it all connects. Yeah, Cloudy Gray, Bloodline. So get into the heart of uh, of Le Organa. Absolutely. Let's take a breath. (laughs) Uh, You can follow Joseph uh, uh, at several spots, including the internet. Yes, mostly the internet. (laughs) Don't... I mean, you can follow me in real life. Yeah, anyway, yep. Yep. It's late. Anyway, the point is you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Joseph Scrimshaw. I'll be tweeting up more about Star Wars. And you can also find all of my other podcasts, comedy shows. Got one coming up this very weekend in Los Angeles. All that information is on my website at josephscrimshaw.com. You can follow me at Ken Knapsack, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And go to KenKnapsack.com for more information, including upcoming comedy shows and the like that is it for now we're going to watch this again more questions will emerge deeper deeper answers to deeper deepest of deepest questions <laughs> it's all still coming and yeah maybe that is the ghost maybe that is the mortis dagger we'll find out but right now we're going to soak in these beautiful wonderful wonderful themes of star wars good night everybody and good morning we'll see you next time this was a four center breakdown of the rise of skywalker trailer <laughs>